live unabashedly, live and make plenty of mistakes, mm-hmm. fall down the staircase, split your pants. If we're really cut out for this podcast, oh, we yeah. really are in the mental state to be doing that. Hi, I'm Hannah. This is week two of the Everything is Over podcast, and um, I routinely rip my pants and occasionally staple them together to the point where the staples dig into my thighs as I walk and I arrive home bloodied. That is a dark story, but I think perfect for this week's subject. Trials and triumphs of living in the dorms. Hard to follow that one. Um, I'm Emily, and contrary to popular belief, I do know the difference between palatable and palpable. Um, here to prove that I am quite the wordsmith. That's not even right. See? Yeah. I don't even know English. I can barely comprehend it. Um, but yeah, our, our topic this week is not English. Thank heavens. It is about dorm life in this great... What is this? Is this a college town? Or something called, called a city? No. Yeah, this city. It's a college town. I feel like Southside is more of the college yeah. town. Northside definitely feels like it has its life together. Like, Southside is like your 20s, but like maybe like Northside is like your 30s. And then like if you somehow make it to Claremont, that's your like successful the, 40s or Claremont 50s. You might not have that money until your 50s. Right. Okay, so you stapled your pants this week, right? That happened to you I did. a couple days ago. I did. I was in Yali's, and um, I looked down as you do, <laughs> and I realized the, the perilous state, the great divide <laughs> um, that had occurred, the Mason-Dixon line, and, um, you know, nothing was to be done, so I had a little mini stapler in my bag, and I went to the bathroom, and I got crafty that's actually pretty resourceful i think that a lot of people would have just let it be it is it is berkeley after all it's kind of like a you know you can get away with a lot i love living here because i feel like i can just kind of be whatever and then nobody's really gonna look Mm -hmm. twice yeah you know so it's i'm i'm pretty impressed that you would even go so far as to try to you know cover that up just trying to fit in Wearing just my mask, blend in <laughs> like everyone else. This facade. Um, um. Yeah. But how did? Okay. So coming up is Cal Day when all the prospective students come here, and they hype up the campus and you know make it less close to reality. I guess it's you know all the beautiful parts without any of the challenges. And when I came to Cal Day. I was so floored by everything. Really? And I kind of expected that the dorms would be like the Four Seasons and every moment would be perfect, which is just like excitement and idealism, of course. I mean, it's hard not to, though, when you're, you know, coming from, you know, high school. Like, that's where we both came from. And I mean, honestly, like, wherever you come from, going to Cal and seeing the campus for the first time is overwhelming I mean, I imagine. yeah there's a there's a lot going on it's also beautiful it's so stunning i don't know how i felt living in berkeley would be like did you what was your sense of it well i didn't get to visit on cal day 
since I'm an international student, um, I just I did not have that. She's from Utah. Thanks for that. I didn't get to come to Cal Day, and my mom and I visited for, I think it was about a 48-hour total trip, got on a plane, visited, left the same day. Uh, it was pretty crazy, and I was expecting beautiful weather, you know, California to me. But when I got there, you know, as would happen for me, it. I think that the bay received more rain in that one single day than it had since literally like the 1800s. Not kidding. It was torrential, torrential rain. I was soaking wet the whole day. My mom bought a rain poncho and embarrassed the living shit out of me. Yeah, on our tour, I was so... Oh. Yeah. So... When was this? Was what month? Production. I don't know. May? March? No. Not the same. It was, yeah. I think before I came here, I had, like, this image of Berkeley. Like, before I even visited, because it has a reputation that can be not so positive at times. But I think the really magical thing about living here is that it really opens your eyes if you've never, if you've come from a really insular community, as both of us have. Point is, I think for me, very quickly, my, like, idea of what Berkeley was was, like, you know, sort of dashed. And I didn't know what to expect when I even came here. I was just excited to be getting a change of scenery. Um, But also, I I did think, and I was really hoping, that the dorms weren't going to be as abysmal as they are. Yeah. I do love living here, I have to say. Yeah. I adore it here. I love the city, and it's beautiful, and I really romanticize it in my mind, because although sometimes it smells like urine, human urine. Sometimes. Or or sometimes. Very smells putrid. Or, you know... You see a group of furries. Or you see a group of furries. In the middle of the day, like yes. happened to me. Well, us. 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 Sorry. Yeah, you did see. One of them was dressed like a ninja. I think their dog, their group dog, was it a cat? Or was it a dog on a leash? I don't remember. I'm anyway, not sure. It was also dressed up like a ninja, so... But... Point being, you can be whatever you want in Berkeley. And it's a beautiful place to be. (laughs) And at night, it smells like jasmine and wisteria. And always, without fail, marijuana. Um, mm -hmm. So where do we live? We can get specific, but not too specific. Yeah, we live in, so uh, Berkeley, or the UC housing system has um, dorms. There's three units, sort of. It's like a little complex with, you know different buildings um there's three of those in different areas immediately surrounding the campus then there's one uh up above campus sort of in the hills called foothill foothill then there's clark kerr or stanford yeah Yeah, it's just kind of nicer in a different world entirely yeah um and there's also apartments and stuff but most of the uh most freshmen live in in the in the in one of those dorms, one of those lovely options. So we live in one of the units. So what did you come in wanting? I didn't really know anything about a dorm. I had I'm an only child. You're the oldest, right? So your parents, you were the first college kid. Mm-hmm. From what I heard, Unit Two was good. I was hyped up by <laughs> there were some people who said some things hyping me up like. Unit two is a perfect distance. It's nice, you know, blah, blah, blah. I will agree. I think it's a good amount of distance because it's like, what, three, four, yeah. three, four blocks. 
which is nice because I, I like the fact that Berkeley's housing feels enmeshed in the city. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's nice. It gives a really real experience because it's not like you're just living on yeah. at school. You're right. al- you're also becoming mm-hmm. a Berkeley resident. Yeah, participating in all of that wild. There's always something happening in Berkeley, and there's always something happening in the dorms. Like regardless of the hour of the day, there's always something going on, and I think that's part of the fun. It's like mm-hmm. you literally can't escape it. And it's, it's overwhelming. So I didn't I didn't want a triple. Oh yeah, we're both in triples. Yeah, it's tight. It's like living in a closet. It's it like really I is. feel like like an you know like we're all elves, just living. Yeah, go back in the cupboard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day. Yeah, I crawl up onto my bunk bed. Does it scare you how like? The I have concrete before. Oh, you have? Yeah. Really? Well, mostly because I, Wait, you know. How? I just put my clothes on my ladder sometimes. I just drape them. They're, you know, like my clothes that I'm too lazy to put away. And then I, in my morning state of grogginess, I just climb down, slip, fall, wake my roommates up. And then. Wait, have you actually tumbled off? Yeah. And onto the floor? Yeah, but, you know, it's not that bad. Did it hurt? No. Was it scary falling from that high? I think I was still too tired to even process what happened. Are you serious? It wasn't like that high. Oh my god. But anyway, latent danger. Yes. So you have the option in unit two. You can have a double, a triple, or if you're super special, a single. But I think a single is pretty rare. Mm -hmm. Unless you're an RA or something. And I think that they definitely do a good job of trying to make you feel like it's home, especially in the first weeks. There's little events yeah. that there's something called Hall Association that puts things on, and you can be elected to like have a position. Um, mm-hmm. There's kind lots of like of, school council. Yeah, and I think they make a really like they really like the RAs really try to provide you with resources and and actively sort of build a community for you, but. Sometimes that definitely backfires. It's just sort of crazy when you have all these kids who have no idea what's going on and just, you know, put them all in a building together. Yeah, you take a bunch of people with a bunch of different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. completely different paths and lives in life up to that point. And then completely different paths like they intend to, Mm -hmm. like, tread. And then you're like, okay, be friends. Yeah, go for it. Have fun. And that transfigures into what can only be described as a great study into human psychology, the human psyche. (laughs) Um, It's just fascinating how, like, relationships develop when Mm -hmm. you live with people. The things you go through with them that you don't even kind of realize. It's a really deep bonding experience to live in a dorm because... It's a really great equalizing force also, mm-hmm. because no matter how, like, wealthy you are, you're still living in a dorm in that sense. Like, you, everyone has the same room. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, people who are privileged have, you know, I don't want to get into that. You know what I mean. Yeah. But it's like you're all, go, like, having a similar experience, and it's really powerful because I think it also helps you relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Like, our uh, our elevator in our building has been broken for three weeks now. Um, and there's some sort of, you know, there's just a beauty when everyone has to carry their 50-pound suitcases up 
the stairs, up seven flights of stairs. You kind of all bond. You go through that with the people that you live with and you're never going to forget it. That's another thing about the dorms is that something is always not working. There's always something. Like recently it's been the elevator. For a while there we didn't have hot water for like a, a couple for, days. No, it was a day. It? a day. It was a no, day. No, it was like, it, le- it was more than 24 hours. It was a day. <laughs> we have about, how many laundry, how many washing machines do we have for the whole building that actually work? I think it's like three, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whole building. Like hundreds of people have to share it. I don't know. I feel like I'm on... I feel like it's a struggle to survive. It's just a surreal place. It really is. Because all this drama, or just human interaction itself, proliferates in such Mm -hmm. a weird way. Yeah. Like, it develops, like, such great, deep friendships. I.e. us. I just lean forward to say that because it was important. Some visuals. And it also proliferates deep rifts between people Mm -hmm. and... I've been involved in my fair share of those. Or let's not get into uh, okay, that. Okay, we're not going to get into that. Um, um, it is just, I think it's it's sort of crazy because you just don't, I mean, you never know what everyone else is going through. You don't know sort of like what experiences they've had in the in the city of Berkeley that day or just generally. Like, you can't ever assume anything. But you know that the one thing you have in common is that you all live in the same dorm building and, like, you're at least all going through that together. So, And it also... I don't know if you feel this way. I think you do. But when you live that closely with so many other people, it also makes you feel like this connection or responsibility to help others. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there's certainly times when people are inebriated or you see something bad happen or, or anything. And, like, you ha- you feel a need to help or just be... In- like, it just... Mm-hmm. It is a community whether or not you want to make it one that's right. super personal. Yeah. And you have the choice when you come to the dorm. You can choose, like, how you want to interact with people you live with. Like, you can kind of center your whole friend group around the dorm, as I have. Mm-hmm. You know? Or you can, you know, go out and obviously make your own community. But you're always connected while you're living there in a way. I think there's this implicit understanding Agreed. that we have to help each other and, like, mm-hmm. look out for each other. Right. Or at least I hope it is. It, like, forces you to sort of, like, integrate into this broader community, sort of, in the city, and also just with other people. Like, like my roommates, I love them both to death, and I'm so... And I'm just very lucky. Um, you know, because you never... I just chose my roommates randomly, or, like, I had them randomly assigned. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know... You never know how, what, you know, what's going to happen with that. But I think I, it's just crazy because we're all from very different backgrounds and very different upbringings. But also, like, very routinely we all get home at the same time at, like, 2.30 in the morning and just, you know, we kind of all just vent to each other. And to have, like, that, even if you don't get along with your roommates, just to have, just to know that there's, like, people that you will see every day consistently is kind of like it's kind of reassuring and nice to have that um and that we're all just going through a similar sort of Mm -hmm. you know challenges at the school it's also nice to know that you're not alone it feels good to see other people like prospering and also just getting over the things that like just to see people coming out on the other 
side of things. It's it's nice to be reassured of that, I think. Yeah. And you get that a lot in the dorms, but there's a lot of... You see so many people, like, at different spots on the same journey. Right. And it's just interesting to observe people. And also, like, taking inventory of the year, it's like how we all came together with fresh eyes and, like... Now we're nine months in, and that's like an incubating nine period, months. you know? It's like we were like fetuses, and now we're like being birthed, which is a weird metaphor. <laughs> but I cannot find a way that consummately <laughs> describes how I feel more. Because it's like we've been growing and developing and changing, and I feel like now is the time, like, and the dorm has been the battleground for all of those mm. struggles and tears and everything that happens because your experience at Berkeley, no matter who you are, it will not be devoid of tears or amazing Let moments. Let me just hit that home <laughs> for you. One more time for the people in the back. Yeah. And stay hydrated and, so you can cry. And roommates are a great life learning experience. I was an only child. I kind of lived in my own side of the house, kind of undisturbed in my own little sanctuary of being, I don't know, with books. I was very strange. But I, um, honestly, I don't have the best relationship with one of my roommates. Actually, I have no relationship at all with one of my roommates um, for reasons Mm -hmm. that I won't go into out of respect. But I think both of us, I'm proud of the fact that despite our conflict, that initially happened we've actually managed to coexist really peacefully mm-hmm. and she's really respected that it's also my space to have my own yeah like solitude and like sanctity like out from the whole outside world or whatever's going on because you need your room to be a safe place for you to go right. to and it's like if everything's falling apart you need somewhere to go you need to lay in your bed and sometimes watch a good show like the office which everyone watches but it makes everyone feel better and that's why (laughs) um but i really respect her for that yeah because you're gonna have conflicts with people like it's so unavoidable Mm -hmm. and it's good practice because like let's say you're in an office with someone and you have a conflict right you can't just be like move into a different office never see you again you know yeah no i think that's for that is the number one thing that i've learned living in the dorms is how to live with people just how to live with people like how to live with people that you don't get along with how to live with people that you love and adore. Because living with people is so different from just interacting with them, like, on campus or in class. It's, you know, it's really hard. Because I think some people, or I know that a lot of people have roommates that they don't get along with, but that are probably, you know, wonderful mm-hmm. anyway. It's just, like, living with someone is a different dynamic. Like, you know, yeah, messy desks make you angry or something. Like, it doesn't mean they're a bad person, it's just, you know, it's really, it does take a, a toll on you, like, mentally sometimes. And like you said, you have to have a place you can go mm-hmm. where you can just take a deep effing breath. Yeah, I think my room, despite its conflicts, is a place of respect and neutrality. <laughs> At least for me it is, or it feels like that. Or maybe I'm just incredibly oblivious, and I'm sure, you know that's the case like sometimes floors it's floors develop their own like okay so there's the microcosm of the room Mm -hmm. and then you have the floor which is a whole uh, which is another dynamic which is what would you say incredibly interesting it is toxic yeah often yeah yes very much i have i don't i don't know how i think it is it's hard to get along you know, like, what are the chances that you're going to get along with everyone that you meet in the dorm and everyone that lives on your floor? Especially when 
you're in your first year of college and you're prone to do some messy, messy shiitake mushroom behavior. Yeah. Most floors in our building are co-ed, which means we have to share a bathroom with all the guys on our floor. With the men's. The men's. And all the ladies. Everybody. The women's. The women's. We have to share. You never know which... I have seen some things in there, but that's just kind of part of it, you know. I think the state of the bathroom is symptomatic of how much the floor loves or hates each other. Oh, Because there are factions that develop. There are battles fought. It's the Hunger Games. There are trash cans that runneth over. (laughs) Floweth over. Floweth. Cup runneth over. Often with Taco Bell bags and sometimes vomit. Yeah, I think it's... The floor is really harder to, it's harder to gauge, um, because if you're not, like, directly, I think, in the, like, in, in the drama, you just sort of, like, you don't know what's going on, or you're just sort of tangentially related. And perhaps there isn't a world where there is cataclysmic drama always, and perhaps there is a world where people live peacefully and don't get involved and senseless irrational, unnecessary bull shark. That was a good one. But that's not a world we live in. (laughs) No, that is not our door. And frankly, is it one we want to live in? You're right. In the depths of our souls, we know, no. Right. But yeah, like, because you also live with people you may have conflicts with, it forces you to own, own Mm -hmm. own your shirt a lot more. Yeah. Really just... God, sometimes... I sound like I'm on the good place right now. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, this is starting to sound evangelical. You really have to own it, and you really have to, you know... Yeah. To handle things in an adult way as much as possible and navigate conflicts, like, through conversation. Yeah. Ideally, or you can just, you know, engage in a silent war, but... <laughs> I mean, it also, I think, induces a lot of self-reflection. You have to figure out sort of who you are very quickly once you get there, which is sort of a shame. But I think another good thing is that it's very dynamic. Like, you can always... And I love that there's always something yeah. going on. Yeah. Where, like, I love that I can just go, like, on a friend's door. Mostly mine. Because <sighs> your room makes me feel safe. What I was saying was that... <laughs> Like, the stories and the information that you get, like, living in a dorm, priceless. It's really, it's kind of crazy. Sometimes you just happen upon incredible, you know, debates and discussions, and it's... I think the dynamic of the floor is, like I I was saying, it really forces you to, you know, deal with conflicts and not Mm -hmm. just run away from them. I mean, people still do that, for sure. But I don't think we do. I think both yeah. of us are, like, really try to, like, if we have issues, try to, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, smooth them over. Yeah. And I think it also teaches you how to be a better a better member, sort of, of, of society at large. Like, when you can figure out how to find, like, similarities between yourself and people that you've met or that you just barely met and, you know, have very different backgrounds from you and come from different walks of life and if you can just it just teaches you I think a lot about how how to interact how to just be better in general because 
I think the first thing that you learn is that it's not just about you and it's definitely more about the community you create and yeah. foster. And whether you like it or not, you're all irresponsible for making other people feel as safe as possible. Yeah, that's very true. And you will fall short of that, you know, making other people feel, you know, good. Like, there's conflicts that are inevitable. I don't think there is such thing as not having a yeah. conflict. I think for the most part, I, for as many problems as dorm life has, I think it's also just, it is, it's at least made me feel like I have a a strong community and it's you know I think it's really helped my mental state like starting college uh knowing that I have that everyone's going through a similar thing it's not just me like I've it's been really nice for me to see so many people and have such a large like you know volume of of interactions especially in the first week like knowing that I was just like you know part of this team like all right and the dorms will give i think the buildings themselves are their own entities Mm -hmm. and i think they'll teach you a lot yeah by being there and i think they'll also give you really interesting experiences and bring really interesting people to you Mm -hmm. such as us i'm just gonna keep plugging this friendship for the rest of my life um but yeah i think it 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 is sort of a large mystery, a grand mystery, and it's just such a fun experience. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's just yeah, really fudging bananas. It's fudging bananas. Banana fudge. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I think embrace the randomness. Embrace mm-hmm. the craziness. You know, yeah. you might meet your soulmate and the best friend ever, one of the best friends ever on a balcony. Were you plugging me? Was that a shout out? Yes. Oh my god. That's not like that. I just, I do that all day, every day, but. Oh. I do, already. <laughs> Did you like that shout out? Thank you. How would you say you can be a good roommate? I think. And a good floor mate. Two different I spheres. Think, yeah. Good roommate, you have to have empathy. The first thing that I, like, when I, there were little things, you know, that would get under my skin, um, just because you were like, you know, different from my home life, and it is hard to adjust. But just understanding that there are, like, different ways of being and different ways of existing and living and that everyone is entitled to their own way was the biggest thing for me. Um, And once you accept that, and once you realize that you also are entitled to, like, your way of, you know, existence, then I think you can create a much better environment. Like, just by being understanding also that everybody is... Like, we're both, or all of us, everyone in that room is having their own experience and going to one of the hardest schools in the country and, like, naturally, you know, I don't know, just making sure that it is a safe environment and a good environment to mm-hmm. be able to show yeah. any emotion in. Um, floor mates, uh, don't vomit in the sink. Please. Seriously. And that's all you have to do. urinate in the trash can. <laughs> And for people who need to hear that, we're just don't you. do it. We're and also, you. to the guys on our floor, if you could just do us all a favor and just, like, close the stall door. And also, don't just wear boxers walking around, because no one wants to see that hanging out. I'm just going to say that. No one. In no every sense of the you, word. Yeah. Just nobody. Nobody just wants. Just do us. Pay it forward. Yeah, pay it forward. That's all you can do. 
pay it forward. That's the theme. <laughs> and uh, I would say to the people who have had bad roommate experiences like I have, <laughs> or are going to come to college and have a bad experience, um, I'm actually glad I had this experience. I think I grew a lot because I've realized that um, I, uh, I have to respect other people no matter what, even if I don't like them on my floor or in my room. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, someone I'm not getting along with, but that doesn't mean they aren't entitled to the same safety or, or peace that I am entitled to. And I think I genuinely feel like no need to infringe on that. Mm-hmm. And I would expect the same on the other person's end and um even if that's not so as a in this case i'm sure it is (laughs) but i think it just has helped me grow quite a bit and i've realized that i'm actually more capable of being tolerant than i thought i was because you know i'm a person i do have kind of a bad temper if it gets there and i i can be sensitive and i can get upset and i didn't think i I had no idea like the conflict that happened with one of my roommates um arose in the first week and I didn't know how I would make it through mm-hmm. the rest of the year and then here we are nine months in yeah, and you did now it. we're just living peacefully and I and I wish her I hope you know yeah she has a good life and that will be the end but I'm grateful no that will be the end of our <laughs> interaction together um I was thinking of telling her at the end like you know even if we've had our differences I appreciate you making this a safe space for me and respecting me Cute. Which, I don't know. Write it on a cake. Mm, I think a cake is a little too much. You're just totally fucking kidding. Good. Well, lucky for you. She'll never listen to this, by yeah. the way. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't like her. But anyway, I do respect that about her. And um, I I think floor-wise, um, don't feel insecure if your entire floor tries to oust you from the social sphere in the first week as happened to me from experience yeah oh yeah totally not what happened to me yeah i was like so cool definitely got invited to everything um but yeah don't feel insecure if you feel like you're not part of your floor Mm -hmm. if you're living in a dorm because that is a big mistake there's all this artificial intimacy that happens the first couple weeks especially in the dorms because you don't really constantly see anyone else don't get caught up into that Mm mm-hmm don't fear yeah. you will make a community whether you like it or right. not you will find your people yeah it, it happens you will you don't need to worry about and it. and they'll come to you yeah and just clean up your shirt and don't fudging leave your laundry up in the laundry, the laundry room <laughs> please don't leave your underwear mildewy <laughs> on the floor that's all you can and if, if you, you leave your detergent bottle on the laundry room sink know that it will ledge. be used for more than two days know that i have it yeah. <laughs> and i come around and i sniff around patrolling through that free detergent <laughs> <laughs> reaping the rewards of dorm life see yeah. as long as you can just manage your laundry you'll be fine you will be you won't fine. have to wear this same the same pair of socks for a week or something anyway we're living in a beautiful house next year yeah the address is just kidding (laughs) you really thought didn't you all 79 of you (laughs) 
Um, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I adore it. I mean, we have some friends who were talking some smack about it. No, I think I'm, I'm excited. The reason why I wanted to live in a house rather than, like, an apartment is because I wanted to keep a sense of community. Um, and, you know, I, I, I really like that the dorm does that, like, that you get to see people. That just makes me feel better. And I think that if I'm not, like, if I force myself to be yeah. less closed off, then I'll just be happier overall. So that's why I'm I'm super excited yeah. to If it was there. just you and I in an apartment, and you then, like... You would literally... Oh, my... Oh, no. But, like, if I didn't get to come home to seeing you or anybody, it would just be yeah, hard. Yeah, I agree. Like, it'd be lonely. It'd be yeah. lonely. And plus, our house is super... It's cute. Freaking cute. Yeah. Not to flex. Do you like how I said freaking? I'm trying to relate to you as a Utah person. I feel like they say freaking. Can I kick you off this podcast, actually? <laughs> Can I just take the reins <laughs> of my horse and buggy that I drove here? In the morn. In the morn. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm never going to live it down. I should have never told you. I should have pretended that I was from... What would be better? Nevada? Oh. You could be from, like, Oregon. Oh. Oregon. Anyway, thank you for listening. Embrace whatever the dorm experience has to give you. Yes. Live unabashedly. Live and make plenty of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Fall down the staircase. Split your pants. <laughs> fail, fail, fail. And Take then try notes again. Because we're clearly, we've got everything together. Keep failing. And then make yeah. a podcast and talk about it. You launch yourself further into this cycle of destruction. Yeah. But that's a cool thing, right? <laughs> it's quirky. It's quirky and cute. <laughs> it's a motif. It really is. Uh, tune in next week. Um, two weeks. Next two weeks. Next time we do this podcast, tune in for it. Um, we'll be, you know, the conversation will be rich as always. Yeah. The segues will be random as always. Please give us feedback and or no, hate mail. Only to Hannah. Why? Because I'm sensitive. I don't really and take not. all the con- Constructive criticism, even if it's constructive. Just really, we're really cut out for this podcast. Oh, we yeah. really are in the mental state to be doing this. Do you yeah. ever feel like really sad if someone doesn't greet with the same enthusiasm they did like one time before? Yeah. And you're like, oh wow, did I, what did I do? All of our listeners. Yeah. All of our. And with that, signing off, Hannah and Emily. Thank you. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> <laughs>